1: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more.
2: This
3: is TalkSport Daily.
4: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Saturday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Now we begin the podcast, the show, whatever you want to call it, by looking back on last night's commentary of England's Euro 2024 qualifier against Malta. Here's how the game sounded live on TalkSport.
3: Tonight, that England start their European Championship campaign. 15 points will be enough to get out of this group. Six are in the bag already, six more can be garnered over the next four days. Sack will chase the ball down the right-hand side of the area, and Kane is there to fire it in. It's only taken England eight minutes to find the breakthrough. And Alexander-Arnold with a clever little drop of the shoulder. He's reveling in this role so far. He's had a really good start. Oh, Great play by Madison, a drop of the shoulder. He'll take it on. Slightly heavy touch, but it will break for Alexander-Arnold here. Pins one in. That is a great strike to give England a 2-0 lead. He's got an opportunity to stake a claim, and he's certainly showing that he can play in that midfield role Kane leaving it for Madison, heavy challenge on him and a shot comes in which the keeper is parried and then Kane follows up and wins a penalty he makes it five in a row here stands that familiar address of the ball and hits it past goalkeeper Bonello for his 56th goal for his country what an excellent start this has been for England who lead by three goals to nil uh, there's a potential penalty check Uh, Handball incident. It was that attempted cross from Callum Wilson. Wilson was uh, certainly vocal in asking the referee for handball. There is only going to be one result here, I think. Yep, penalty. Wilson runs up, sends in the wrong way. Blast it into the bottom right-hand corner. And it's Malta nil
0: England four. Congratulations, Gareth. You wanted a good performance. How pleased were you with getting that as well as the win?
5: Well, I thought the the mentality of the performance was excellent. Um, we, we know that it's a game we're expected to win and with the quality that we have that um, you should be scoring the goals. But um, I thought we, the, the thing that pleased me most was the work out of possession. When we lost the ball, the counter pressure was excellent. And when you're watching top teams play, you want to see those habits and those traits in, in their performances, no matter who the opponent. So... Um, I thought we did that. Um, And then the quality of the the moves for the goals or the finishes for the goals were very good as well.
0: And Trent Alexander-Arnold was involved in the first three of those. When we talked when um, the squad was announced and you spoke about the role he's playing at Liverpool, you said it was interesting to you. Is it now exciting to you?
5: Well, it was exciting as well. Um, But... Yeah, this is a slightly different. You know, we played him more as an eight. So, um, but I think that actually with the ball, puts him in more of the areas that he finds himself when he plays at right back anyway. So, the the bit that um, we're still discovering is the out of possession and the pressing angles. And uh, but, you know, he, he is really open minded to it. I think he's enjoyed the challenge, and um, we you can see the quality that he possesses, which of course we know anyway. Um, so it's a yeah. It, it, it is exciting. We understand it's a certain level of opponent, so we've got to bear that in mind. But you know, for us, it was something we wanted to see, and he's done it exceptionally well.
0: Everichi Sa got his chance last ten minutes of the game. I've just spoken to him just there. He's delighted. His family were here as well. How did he do for you?
5: Yeah, very good. We've we've enjoyed working with him. He's a fabulous boy. Um, I think it's opened his eyes to. The level, the, you know, an understanding of what you've got to aspire to. You're, you're working with top players every day, so you know I think that that would inspire him. But he's here on merit. You know, we've picked him because he's been playing well, and um, it's nice for him having had a few days training with us to get on the pitch as well.
0: Callan, congratulations! Your second goal for England, a convincing win as well. How was it for you?
5: Yeah, it was a good game. Um, top performance, I think. We was clinical, ruthless, stayed concentrated throughout. I think um, you know all the goals were, were apart from the penalties, were high quality, um, and I feel you know we was clinical with those penalties as well. Thankfully, I managed to take one and get myself on the score sheet, which has been a long time coming.
0: A long time, as in five years. And funnily enough, both you and Trent Alexander-Arnold scored your second goals for England tonight, and you'd scored your first goals together in that USA game five years ago. Did you not realise that?
5: No, I didn't. But that's unbelievable. I think. Um, you know, a lot's happened in five years. I think I spent three of those out of the squad as well. So you have to work hard when you get an opportunity like I did on my debut and you manage to take it and score. You want to keep building on that. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to for a while, but then um, tonight got back on the score sheet and long may continue. As a very popular young man
3: in the Crystal Palace dressing room, he will be the 90th different player used by Gareth Southgate.
0: Eberici, congratulations. Your debut for England. You spoke so highly of your mum the other day in the press conference. Are your family here? What was it like when you set foot on the pitch?
6: Yeah, my, my parents and siblings, well, some of my siblings ain't here. My sister's here, so I'm happy she came to support me today, but I'm sure they're, they're happy where they are at home.
0: How did it feel? Did you have butterflies in your stomach when you got the nod? Obviously, four subs had been made. Were you thinking, oh, no, it's not going to happen for me?
6: Uh... Not really, even no, though there was four styles to be honest. I was just prepared to come on whenever that was and I'm, I'm happy it's happened. I'm happy that we got the three points today.
0: What was the instruction that Gareth Southgate gave to you?
6: Uh, just obviously I know know my role within the team and the position that I was coming on, but also just to be, be myself and play my game. And I think I tried my best to do that today.
0: You absolutely did. How do you assess your debut?
6: Yeah, I think I worked hard um, I uh, tried to do, look at the people that were in my position before and try to replicate and see where the space was. Um, but it was a, a good performance for the whole team and they helped me to settle in easier.
0: Obviously, we saw Trent Alexander-Arnold in a different role for England than we usually see him. What about his performance did you take into yours?
6: Yeah, he's a, he's a quality player and obviously these are the players that you look at and you see what they do and how they operate in those positions. Um, and he helped me a lot when I come on as well, him and Declan. They were communicating with me and helping me through the game. Um, yeah, and I'm grateful, grateful to them for that.
4: To cricket now, said Batman to Robin, and this summer's Ashes series got underway at Edgbaston yesterday. Here's Sports cricket correspondent John Norman rounding up what happened on a dramatic day one.
7: This is an, an incredible moment, and... This is Baz Ball, I suppose. Um, England, who had progressed uh, comfortably enough. 350 for eight when Stuart Broad was out. Ollie Robinson came in. Very, very comfortable. 17 not out. Joe Root had gone past 100, as you heard here on Talk Sport. And then uh, Joe Root, for the first time, really started to free his arms. He smashed Nathan Lyon in deep mid-wicket boundary for six. Then went straighter. And hit him over long off for six. Tried to tried to go three in the over, and this time Aliniere just saw the ball pop over the shoulder of Pat Cummins. I just looked down at my notebook, just wrote a few things down. Looked up and I saw I saw Joe Root walking off, and I, I looked Sam Elards here, Super Sam from the Breakfast Show, and I thought, have I have I missed something here? Has he been run out? Have I just completely missed a wicket? No. Even more incredibly, England have declared. Um, it's unheard of, absolutely unheard of. In an Ashes especially. For a team batting first, under no real pressure, to essentially leave runs out on the field, it is brash and it's bold, but will it pay off?
4: It's all over on day one of the opening Ashes Test at Edgbaston. John Norman, of course, has been watching for TalkSport. John, welcome back to the show. I said to you that we would speak to you about quarter past, 15, 20 minutes later, and it would only be good news if we got a wicket because we declared. which did surprise a lot of people. We didn't get that wicket, did we?
7: Nope. No, we didn't. And uh, in truth, Australia looked very comfortable. And this is a good pitch. Uh, David Warner, the way he played, Stuart Broad, comfortably through the covers for two fours, you know, just uh, suggests that uh, England have left some runs out there. Uh, Now, we know they've left some runs out there because they declared. But uh, also, some of the uh, modes of the dismissals uh, from set batters suggest that, uh, you know, on another day, they could have easily cleared 400. Whether that will come back... To, uh, to haunt them well we're just going to find out over the next couple of days.
8: I'm sure there's many decisions that Ben has made that's probably taken commentators and <laughs> s- some people by surprise um, so it was no surprise to us and having played the game for uh, as long as we have and you guys been covering it for as long as you guys have you'll be well aware that a, a 20 minute slot for any opening pair is uh, something that's not very nice uh, and can be a bit niggly so look it was a, a decision that Uh, Ben and Brendan had made obviously in conjunction with the bowlers but um, it's a shot to nothing isn't it you can walk off and uh, there might be an unbelievable ball in there there might be a loose shot or or whatever but we come back tomorrow uh, with a ball that's four overs old a fresh ball and attack and uh, a team that are really looking forward to the challenge
7: could this be the moment that he hits uh, 100 as Nathan Lyon is in and off his pads Joe Root tucks the ball away into the leg side and uh, you can hear the shouts from the holly stand and everybody on their feet here at edgbaston as they celebrate joe root reaching 100 in the first test match of the summer hopefully it won't be the last
8: look his performances as we know have been so standing for such a long period of time for england i think that's his 30th hundred to have played 130 odd test matches uh, to average over 50 predominantly in England is something that's absolutely fantastic and it's a huge credit to him uh, for doing that. It takes a lot of skill, it takes a lot of endeavour, it takes a lot of patience. Uh, I could keep going but the way in which he manipulated uh, the strike, the tempo of him going up and then down and sucking up pressure to then put pressure back on the opposition is uh, is a trait of his that yeah, a lot of people would, would like to have.
4: Now, Leicester City have appointed Pep Guardiola's former assistant, Enzo Maresca, as their new manager. The former West Brom midfielder has agreed a deal to leave Treble Winners City and manage the Foxes until 2026. Reacting to the news on yesterday's Drive Time show were me and, more importantly, the fun boy Jason Candy. At Leicester have named Pep Guardiola's assistant Enzo Maresca as their new manager. Mm. You surprised about that. We've seen it work before with an assistant to Pep and that of course was Arteta.
2: I think there's an element of that, isn't there?
4: Yeah, I, I think, think
2: there's so. there's a well, in fact more than element if you can learn off the great man who's, who's obviously just won the treble yeah. if you can get his right hand man to perhaps weave a little bit of magic
4: it's... we've seen it before with right hand men mm. a lot of them coming from Manchester United we saw mm. Steve McLaren didn't really work uh, Mullenstein of course at Fulham didn't really work mm. uh, who's the one that went to Real Madrid who was that that was was that? no 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 who's the do you remember right hand man managed Real Madrid with the, with the Thank you. Carlos hair. Quiros. Yeah, Carlos Thank Quirce, you. Yes. Oh, well done, Jay. No, oh, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well yeah. done, producer <laughs> Joe, for that. Oh, that fella. Oh, Carlos. Oh,
2: Curos. Oh, oh, okay.
4: So it has happened before, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily always work just because you've been no, in the successful think, I
2: team. I think there's the, the Arteta factor here. That's what's in play. Mm. I think Leicester have gone, oh, it's quite a lot Arteta's done, you right, Yeah. Well, he's a bit, is it a, bit of a tricky old start, Arteta, well, isn't it? Just wonder if they stick with him. You know.
4: Well, it's it's a big ask to try. And we we often hear that getting out of the the league is one of the. Yeah, of course. The it's. championship is one of the most difficult things to do. Mm-hmm. How um, how much time do you think will be given in, in that kind oh, of well, role?
2: If you're gonna if you're gonna make that decision, you'd like to think he's going to be given enough time to to kind of get it right. But as I just said, Arteta's first year was mixed wasn't it it was quite mixed
7: mm.
5: there was
2: there were periods in that where their Arsenal fans were in fact the second get him out we want him out we won an FA Cup in that time as well um, wasn't that long <laughs> Arsenal no. fans were like right I've seen enough get rid yeah. now you, know, you, you fast forward 18 months they're going wow well, we, yeah. you know, we could have someone on our hands here <laughs>
4: Sticking with The Breakfast Show and Arsenal Invincible, Ray Parler gave his thoughts on the Gunners' reported transfer targets. He was asked what he thought of their links to Chelsea's Kai Havertz and Man City potentially hijacking the deal for Declan Weiss.
3: Now great through ball, Havertz got it round the goalkeeper! Chelsea lead Manchester City in the 2021 Champions League final.
2: Not really. No, I think you need an out-and-out goal scorer. If you're Arsenal, I think they've got so much good backup play behind the striker, but they need something to put the ball in the back of the net. So for me, I don't think that would be the right signing.
3: Jack Rice is going to go all alone. Oh my word! That is a brilliant goal from West Ham's captain.
2: It's a tough one to turn down It really is With the team they've got And going forward um, I think they've agreed Personal terms Arsenal With Declan Rice Al, But they're obviously West Ham are holding out For the right deal For West Ham Which is totally right Because they're the club Who's brought him through And they'd love to keep him But he, he's obviously Stated he wants to leave If Arsenal want this player They've got to pull all the stops out to get him and just got to get the deal over the line. I'm sure Edu and Mick Arteta are working very hard behind the scenes to get the deal done. If Man City do come knocking though, then you've got a real problem. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up.
0: You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about Work.
8: PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car.
4: White and Jordan now, and the team were joined by Liverpool and Scotland legend Graham Souness. This weekend, Souness is swimming the English Channel for charity and came on the show to explain why he's taking on this monumental challenge.
9: Listen, this is the worst disease I've ever encountered. Just, you know, everyone would have opinions about it, but this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And I believe you can't, you couldn't, if you're to, manuf- some daft scientist was to manufacture something that was evil for for us humans to have. This is it. This is it. You're born with it. You're born with it, and every single day, in different degrees, you know the recessive dystrophic that Isla has, and other children I've met have. You're born with it. It gets worse every single day. You're in excruciating pain. You're itching all the time. Three or four times a week, you have to have your dressings changed, and, and Isla has to go on diamorphine, fentanyl, and um, ketamine. ketamine just just to take just to take the pain away. But it's just the daily grind. There's no, you know, you wake up on a Monday, you've got a couple of difficult days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday will be good, Thursday will be great. These poor kids, and it is children, and it gets worse as they get older, they have no light at the end of the tunnel. And what we have to do, you're talking about repurposing drugs, drugs that are already on the market, that these clever scientists can can make a cocktail or tweak them somehow that brings some relief. These kids have no relief. It's made me look at myself, made me again realise... How lucky we all are. You know, the cards that these poor kids have been dealt is uh, the worst set you could ever be dealt. As I said, you're born with it. Training has been getting up at half past five. These guys are ex-military, so when they say we're wet at 5.30 tomorrow or we're wet at 6 o'clock or wet at 6.45 or 5.45, it means you have to be in the water at that time. And I've, look, a right plonker with my wetsuit on and my little gloves and booties on. You know, it's been great. If If you ask any footballer on your... That comes on your show what do you miss most the first thing I'll say is I miss playing and the second thing I'll say I miss most is the camaraderie being, being around a, you know the guys for the banter and, and whatever else so I, I've really enjoyed the last nine months and, and I'm it's something I'm going to continue doing when I'm when I'm finished with a swim
4: All right, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There would of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts That first in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. I'm back on Monday at 4pm alongside Darren Bent. Make sure you join me for the first drive time of the week. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe.
6: That was a
2: podcast from TalkSport.